Welcome back to Imperfect Parenting. It is top of the month again, so I, Seth, am back with Ben and Brittany. Welcome back. Thank you. Always an honor. Always good to be here. So fun to be here. Mm -hmm. We have been hitting some interesting topics, great topics the last few months, and today we're going to be talking about communication. Yes. It's kind of an important one. Which, I mean, communication flows into every tool I think we have to give. And Um, every conversation we've been talking about as yeah. well. Uh, I mean, there's just communication. It was yeah. married couples, it's sex, money, and communication are yeah. always the hot topics. I think with parents, it's communication. Sex, money, communication. <laughs> yeah. Not with their kids. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could argue well, that. Well, talking I, about sex, we bring it up money. every, I, every maybe. season. What, what can you spend? Yeah. What can you not? We can't I spend a lot that. of money on you, child. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I had a conversation with my dad the other day. I said something about how how do these people have that yeah. or whatever? And he goes, they don't have children. Oh, children yeah. are expensive. Like, very expensive. It's true. They are very expensive. But anyway. you know, before we go too far though, and talking about communication, yes. we have to talk about ben, our meme. Ben's right. really excited about this. Ben, I am excited. Brittany has actually shared this one already. I did, and you guys love it so much. It's worth sharing again. I mean, it because is our generation though. If, if you're a parent right now, it's a parent mm-hmm. as a parent that you've probably seen this movie. And it's yes. Dumb and Dumber. I remember, I think it was eighth grade. I went and saw it. Maybe younger. I don't even know what year it I was. I forget what year it is. I don't actually, even want to look at what year it is. I was younger than eighth grade, but it's this is Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you have to appreciate this. If you've seen the movie, if you haven't seen the movie and you're our, our age, you should go see it. Where were you? Or <laughs> for the last stream 40 years. It. Yeah, you should stream it. <laughs> so, so here we go. things we can quote from the film. I know. When I tell my kids no 587 times. And it's just the classic Lloyd face with his missing... Who is Jim tooth. Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah. It's Jim Carrey. Thank you. Mm. His name is Jim Carrey. His character's name is Lloyd. Mm-hmm. And it's him smiling after you've told your child no 587 times. And they say, so you're telling me there's a chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, this goes... What did you hear me say? This works for all ages. Yep. Because somehow teenagers are like, so is that a yes, maybe? Mm-hmm. Toddlers, is that, that's a yes? I'm going to go ahead and do that? Yeah, I have to be really careful. Now I know this. One of my children, no, probably all of them, <laughs> one of them more intensely. I have to be careful not to say maybe later because that means like I have to say yes. Is your yes youngest one the one or that's no? Speaking? No, it's – it's okay. August. Like he remembers everything and he he won't let it go away. So if I say maybe or let's talk about it later, like, oh, I just invited you to ask me now 587 <laughs> times if we're yeah. going to do this because you think there's a chance. And I've, ha- I've had to be really careful to say no I, when I mean no and not maybe when I want to say no. Yeah, I, I think I normally say uh, instead of maybe it's I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure yet. That's kind of my open-ended maybe. Uh-huh. I'm not sure yet. My son would come back. He and probably go, Are would. you sure yet? Yeah. No. What? How about now? Now how about yeah. now? Now how about now? Like, please. <laughs> Boy. Oh. Uh, I do love, I mean, the hard part about kids, they always are searching for a yes. Mm. And um, I like to tell them, well, I don't know how to make that happen. If you come up with a creative way, let yeah. me know. Yeah. Because then I, I'm like, if you've got a solution, I'm all ears to hear about it. Don't know that it'll work, but I, that goes back to that critical thinking. You know, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know how I, that can work, but if you figure it out, 
Let me know. I've done this with Adeline so many times because she wants to get somewhere because something's happening and there's people that she wants to be a part of. And um, I don't know how, I I don't know how to make that happen, but you're welcome to try and figure it out. And she has, she goes through all of her friends' parents' (laughs) phone numbers and finds a way. Calls them. She'll text them. She's determined. Can you ask your parents? Do you? Oh my God. Nice. But actually, this is kind of random, but it's it's it fits here. I promise. But we were just watching this video that Lincoln and Adeline made. Oh, that's. I mean, eight years ago. Um, Maybe not that long. Lincoln's only ten. He would be too. Yeah, he'd be (laughs) ten. I don't know. It felt like eight years ago. I I think he probably was in kindergarten or Mm -hmm. first grade. So. So it was at least five years ago. They they were little. They've grown quite a bit. But they're talking and. They're they're on the Kylo show sets. They're on the well. I think it's just we hadn't done the Kylo show yet. It oh. was just a filming set, set that okay. we had for. So it's all set up, and they sit down, and and, like and Ashley starts the camera, and and they they start hosting something. Their own podcast yeah. in their minds. So they're they're talking, and Adeline decides to start coaching the listeners on communication. Wow! And she's what is she eight, nine, ten, somewhere in that that range uh, she if lincoln was five she probably was somewhere seven yeah. or eight yeah it's adorable it's absolutely adorable maybe we'll post it what'd she say because maybe our so viewers and listeners need to hear what adeline exactly has to say maybe about we this. can figure out how to tag it in this one yeah. so she said be fun. most of communication is about listening and i just heard this this is actually a few minutes ago someone yeah. found it and we're watching it and oh. laughing at the same time i'm going she's right she's where'd she get that from yeah I think She's I know. heard it a few times. But just that point of listening, which again, Adeline, thank you for reminding us. But we often say, and we've, we've, we've practiced and learned this a lot, is a huge part of communication, especially with children, mm-hmm. is learning to listen better than they're talking. Yeah. Which what that means to me is I'm listening past the words you're using and even the emotion sometimes. There's often, often a lot of emotion mm-hmm. and I'm looking for the need. There's yeah. a need hit, hiding somewhere in here. That and, and even even a request that you're dancing around trying to figure out how to ask without asking, and I'm learning to listen well, so I can so I can respond to what's happening inside of you mm-hmm. rather than react to what you're giving me. It just feels so important. Yeah, I think uh, it's really hard with the exchanges where you feel disrespected as a parent, and there's a lot of emotion coming from your child. But that's that's the the place where we get to protect connection is when we lean into that place. I'm going to listen better than you're talking, yeah. mm-hmm. and know that the emotions that are happening right now is is your worst self. Yeah. And um, I am not in charge of you, but I'm in charge of me. I think that's so much of communication for parents is really remembering. I'm supposed to be leading here. Mm. I'm supposed to be bringing the standard of respect yeah. and love. And consistency. So I have to do a really good job of unplugging that big red button that gets me in trouble, that gets me engaged, that I take the bait, and all of a sudden we're both screaming at each other and everybody's emotions are out of control. Yeah. Can we unpack the big red button real quick mm-hmm. for anyone that doesn't never heard that? And when that happens, yep. Go ahead. I just want to say one thing fast. It's like, oh, I just lowered my uh, my communication ability mm-hmm. to match yours yes. instead of stay That's great. in a a mature, a level. mature, healthy mm-hmm. communication to then equip you and train you to get better at communicating as well. Like, oh, if I'm dropping down to their level at six, five, three, and I'm communicating at a three-year-old level with you because you 
have lost it and I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And you push that big red button of mine. Oh, no. Well, I'm not training them to communicate very well because okay. I'm going down to that level. Yeah. The the big red button is just the places where we're triggered. So, um, you know, if you're triggered by the word no, oof, this is going to be a long stretch for you. Yeah. Because toddlers love no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's where they feel powerful. Yeah. And if you're triggered by disrespect, then you're you're just going to be a disrespect factory at your house because disrespect causes disrespect mm-hmm. uh, unless you change the formula and you start bringing something different. But if that's a trigger point for you and you don't know how to manage it, you just are going to be a contributor to yeah. this, the problem. So I would say identify what your big red buttons are. For me... Um, Earlier years would be completely ignoring what I said. You know yeah. that would that would get me into a lecture state or potentially uh, disrespect. I think um, when my kids would hurt each other, that would that's always a big you know one's bullying the other one or hurting the other one. That was always a big red button for me. Uh, disrespect is just across the board. You know they've yeah. got attitude. I had a funny moment not very long ago, and. I we were at this camp thing, and I told all the kids put all your own sleeping bags in the case that they come in, right? And it's it's a bit of work. You gotta yeah. wrestle it in there. You gotta get all the air out. Yeah, it's just it's not really fun, but they're helping us clean up from where we are. And I, one of them's complaining about. I, this is hard. It's not going to go in there. It doesn't fit. <laughs> I'm like, it does fit because uh, we it had it. Way. It came out of there and it can go back in there. I said, but I don't feel like you're really trying. So as soon as you've given some solid effort and you can't, I'll jump in and help. But yeah. I'm going to do all these other things. And they're struggling, which I'm fine with. I know that they're capable of, but they're they're struggling. And I turned around to do something else, and I turned back around probably before they were expecting me to, and they're going, and their face is all, you know, total disrespect, total talk back. The funny thing is we're in the very small room, so yeah. it's not like they were going to. Yeah, they I can't get hear, away with it. Yeah. You're hard not, to hide it. And You're I, not upstairs somewhere. I looked at him and said, I'm not sure that that's helping. And I said, I was, I was doing it about myself. I said, well. I don't think lying's going to help either. Mm-hmm. And that was it. I didn't do anything other than that because I could have gone into lecture. I could have gone about why it's disrespectful. She knows it's disrespectful. Yeah, There's absolutely. no secret that it was disrespectful. I just caught her. Yeah. But I didn't let my trigger of her disrespecting me cause more eruption of the problem. And I didn't even address it because there's a lot going on in that room trying to clean it up. It was kind of crazy. So later, when we were at the hotel, different setting, all the stuff, I said, hey, I don't know what was going on there, but it didn't feel very good. She's like, yeah, I was frustrated. I'm like, yeah. I said, I was just letting you know how that felt. She's like, I'm sorry. So that is me managing myself, having good boundaries, good communication. I think sometimes parents feel like we have to immediately address it. Younger ages, I think you do, but in that situation – if I tried to tackle that beast, I would just get it just get nastier. Yeah. Massive amounts of self-control. Which is I'm my goal's connection. Yeah. So I'm I'm able to stay the and, course. 
this is the practice and this is how the big red button gets to stay unplugged mm-hmm. in, in, in my communication is I'm going to practice doing a really good job with me. And I said the word practice on purpose because... Lots of practice. Mm-hmm. You know, that lying, you said lying as well in that story. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. in the room, I remember. But lying's a big one for a lot of people too. Oh, yeah. You know, that Massive. child comes and lies to you and here we go, it's on. We don't lie in this house. Let me show you the big red button. The, the alarm's going off. Yeah. Stealing is another one. Or your, your toddler steals or there's a lot steals. of parents <laughs> that are like, "I'm, you're in much more trouble now because you lied about it than if you had just told me the truth." I'm like, oh, yeah, whoa, yeah. It's it's the it's taking the bait. I think part of the communication skill is learning not to take the bait, learning when and how to communicate in the moment. Um, because an emotional parent trying to talk to an emotional child mm-hmm. doesn't produce very much yeah. fruit. <laughs> I think sometimes it's as simple as giving yourself a little bit of space to think. I know, like, I know probably so. That can be, mm-hmm. I don't know, mm-hmm. nice try. Those statements mm-hmm. are designed to give you a, a little bit of buffer <laughs> so you can think yeah. or pray. It's or, like the spinning wheel on your computer. Like, yeah. I just need to process this. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I need to process this. I got if I say anything on. else right now, yeah. other than this. It's exactly. probably go. I got so many apps pulled up. <laughs> I'm going to take a I was minute about to crash. To get, yeah, I'm about to crash. <laughs> giving yourself that space. Yeah. You know, one, another way to say it is when you drop into your feeling brain, your thinking brain doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times in those contexts, your kid pushes your emotion button, your red mm-hmm. button, like, made you mad, mm-hmm. made you scared, totally. made you, uh, I'm disrespecting you. And you're yeah. like fuming and you're going, wait a second, I can't even think straight. And if I engage you now, you're not thinking. So you're just in your emotions, I'm in my emotions, no one's thinking. Mm-hmm. And to give that space and go, hey, you remember that situation earlier? Yeah. Now, 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 everyone's thinking, mm-hmm. not just feeling, mm-hmm. and coming at each other with anger, or whatever's there right away. It's like, oh, that didn't feel too good. I know. Typically, when you've got the thinkers, you have a child that is um, able to address the problem that happened. Yeah, which means that you get somebody that's more willing to be an owner of the problem rather than you trying to assign the problem. Yeah. And then you've got a child that's more likely to be repentive of whatever happened than yeah. if I'm trying to convince you of this. Yeah. Uh, and, and so much of, of good communication is practicing asking good questions. Yeah. And I think that's, we've talked about that before, is when we don't ask questions, you know, we do a lot of directing, critiquing, Orders. I mean, we treat them like like animals. Sit, stay, do, go. (laughs) We treat them like AI. (laughs) Hey, child. (laughs) Hey, Siri. Hey, you know, like just do what I'm telling you to do right now. If you're ready for a life changing transformation, head on over to KyloUniversity.com now and start your journey towards a more fulfilling future. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. Your transformation begins at Kylo University. Visit kylouniversity.com today.
Well, what are some of your favorite questions to ask your kids? One of my favorite questions is like a version of what's happening. Mm -hmm. Like one question a lot of parents ask all the time is why? Why are you doing this? Why did you say that? Yeah. Why are you disrespecting me? Why, why are you making fun of me? Why did you think that me? was going to be okay? Yeah. yeah. And why comes across very accusatory mm-hmm. and very attacky. And it's like, whoa, I just threw my kid on even more defense than mm-hmm. they're already on because I just made him afraid because I just attacked him with my questions. So instead of saying why, hey, guys, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Something's going on here. Can you tell me what's up? Uh, wow. You guys are really mad. You're really upset. Can you tell me what's going on? Oh, hold on just one second. Let him finish. I'll give you space. Mm -hmm. I want to hear your side as well. I'd love to. um, uh, One question I've asked in the context of being interrupted, like when kids are interrupting you and like. They're they're pounding on your belly or your legs. Wow, I'm about to communicate not in a very good (laughs) way. I'm about to do poor communication. But instead I can pull out a question and go, hey, do you. Do you want a tiny bit of my attention or do you want all of it? Like, I want all of it. Okay, then I need a minute mm-hmm. so I can finish this conversation. I want to give you all of my attention too, not a tiny bit, not a tiny part. So I want you to wait and then I can give you. And that has helped a lot. So what's happening? Hey, what do you want from this? Mm-hmm. Can kind of – how much attention do you I want? I love that can for especially this um, – like your youngest age. Six. He's six. Okay. I, I think that's really great for that because they, mm. they do want it all. Oh, yeah. They dad. want it all. Dad. Dad. Mom. Dad. And they're probably the ones that are usually most clueless to anything else that might be happening. Yes, in exactly. I only see one thing. It's, it's about me, right? Yeah. 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 I think that I love that question for that age group for sure. That's a, that's a great one. I, I think one that I'll talk about, I'll let you, hopefully I won't steal yours, but. Um, steal away. Mm-hmm. I like to ask, help me understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they're fighting, you know, against each other, I'll yeah, get a text from one, you know, or a call, FaceTime from one and be like, he's doing this. <laughs> help me understand what's going on. Help me understand why your sister's upset. Help me understand why your brother's hurt. Help me understand. Because that leading with this place of curiosity, I instead of why is your brother crying? You know, it does. Yeah. It feels very um, yeah. accusatory to them. Uh, help me understand what you need. Yep. Uh, help me understand how I can help you. The Any help me understand, insert something. I think that place of curiosity invites them to have a safe space to talk about what they need, what they're experiencing, what yep. they're frustrated, or their discouragement or their pain. Um, and I remember being in Adeline's room and you know she's really petite she hasn't blossomed into her womanly body yet which you know I don't know when's gonna happen but she's frustrated and she's crying and I we were you know she was telling me about how critical and how awful she's talking to herself and I could go in there and and tell her all these truths but I don't know that that's actually gonna help her so I said help me understand what you need from me right now honey she's like I don't know I said would it help if I just held you? And she goes, yeah. You know, I, that's me solving that big problem right now because yeah. she doesn't know what she needs. Yeah. I, I could try and convince her of something, but I don't know that it's actually going to go in. Yeah. So sometimes when our kids are in pain, that's the other thing we do as parents is try and solve all these problems. So yeah. just help me understand. And, and then another question, 
okay, then well, I'm just, we're just going to stay right here. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, I love all these questions and I've used different variations of them, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's part of this conversation too is it doesn't have to sound like how we do it even. It, it's just, it, it's getting to the same mm-hmm. place in, in, in the communication conversation is it's drawing out what's happening inside of them. Um, I'm positioning myself to listen better than you're talking yep. and I'm mm-hmm. positioning you to talk better than you were be, yep. by staying calm, asking certain questions. And now I don't know what I need. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now she can get to a place where she can maybe I talk crying better. I story just now. Yeah. <laughs> you're a genius, Brittany. Um, one of the questions that's helped us in our marriage I think all these questions you probably could ask in your Absolutely. marriage. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Lead with curiosity there, too, people. Ask good yeah. questions. <laughs> well, our old pastor told me this question, and he said, hey, he would ask me this question. So you can use it on staff, team, employees, mm-hmm. all yeah, of this. Everywhere. Like, everywhere. And it's great for our kids. Um, but, but the question is, what did you hear me say? You know, Brittany and I have this great story where it really helped us. But, but I think in the same way with your children, what I'm using this is when I'll say something that feels really clear to me. Mm-hmm. And it might be, this is what we're doing, this is where we're going, this is what I need, this is what's happening. And then I watch them react. Their whole body language changes, mm-hmm. their face contorts, and I'm like, uh-oh, something just happened. Yeah. yeah. We you lost heard you. something I don't think <laughs> Something just say. happened. Yeah. So this question, what did you just hear me say? Which means my goal is understanding. Yeah. I didn't need you to agree with me. I didn't need you to do what I said. I didn't need some form of unhealthy obedience and compliance. What did you hear me say mm-hmm. so we can actually get to some understanding yeah. each other? Because that's going to change everything. And yeah. I mean, it's 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 almost a form of what, what, what Brittany did in the, how we understand what's happening inside of you because I'm not going to find out unless I ask him good questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there's going to be no understanding or the ability to meet you there yeah. if I just assume. Uh, you know, our oldest, we, we have some big hard conversations about responsibility, about maturing, about ownership, about growing. I mean, because she's about to go into the big wide world, so there's big things on outside there, yeah. outside our house. And we'll have hard conversations of harder feedback than we're probably giving the other two because mm-hmm. I want to give you honest, truth-telling feedback to help you be successful. Yeah. Um, and it might sting a little bit, but my I want to stay connected. And so... I see that happen the most and, you know, I'll be, I, I can lecture. That's my tendency. And Ben is always really great at, at checking the gauge of, ooh, are we running out of fuel? And that's usually where I've seen you ask this question. What did you just hear your mother say? Yeah, all the time. Something and, just happened. And the, the crazy thing is that we've watched Jelani mature in that she used to just, she's a big emotion girl. She'd be on the floor. Turn into a puddle. Yeah. You said I'm horrible and I'm incapable <laughs> of doing anything and you don't believe in me. And and I'm just like, okay, I didn't even say anything close to that, but that's what you heard. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where now what we've seen her do is she'll say, well, I'm, I'm trying not to hear this, Yeah. but she knows that it wants to go there. Mm-hmm. She goes, but I know what you're saying is you believe in me. You need more from me. I'm like, That's, that is what I'm saying. So thank you for finding truth, yep. even though your your big emotions want to just... Tell you one thing. Yeah. yeah. And, and so and to hear the message is getting across. Mm-hmm. And at some level, I, I'm going to ask the same question, like, can I tell you what I heard you say? Yeah. yeah. We like, do that a lot We both want to know that the message is being received. Yeah. I say something like, hey, I just want to run this back by you, so yeah. I make sure I heard what you really said. That's Did cool you say it. this? And they're like, no. I'm like, oh, all right. 
Can you tell me more? I, I I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, this is good. Yeah. It's like you've probably been through that with her, though, for a long time. To oh, yeah. now she goes, I'm trying not to hear this because mm-hmm. she's had to work through that yeah. a bunch. She's I think another, another way I see it is like, you know, like traveling to other countries and speaking to other languages, <laughs> sure. you pray to God you have a good interpreter. Yes, you or do. Or they're going to say mm-hmm. something you didn't say. Uh-huh. And everyone in the crowd is going to hear something you didn't say. Mm-hmm. And when they talk back to you what that other person's saying, you're going to be answering questions they didn't even ask. You're going to be hearing something they're not saying either. And so you pray. You're like, Lord, please, I need a good I interpreter for this. I definitely had a not great yeah. interpreter. And you're like... Okay, we got to change that word because you—that's not the word that. I yeah. Was. What did they just hear me say that you said that they said <laughs> that uh-huh. I said? Yeah, and then <laughs> hopefully you tell me the truth because oh gosh, yeah. but I think keep in mind I, some of the way I would describe this is I think a lot of times the emotions, are the interpreter. Mm of the language being communicated. So what did you hear me say? Like, well, you know, shame may be telling her, you don't believe in me. You don't like me. You don't love me anymore. How I'm horrible. Like, whoa, that's shame interpreting everything I'm saying. And so I've these questions, what did you hear me say? It kind of gives space to go, let's not let an interpreter here. We can get, we can speak the same language. Mm -hmm. It might take us a minute to get there, but let's not let some interpreter in here, some middleman come in and go, you're... Well, you get to, when you, when that starts to happen, you get to say, hey, that's the lie, remember? Yeah. Yeah. And so as a parent, when you're doing a good job, not bringing all the extra emotion in and your the goals connection and you're using good questions and you're, you're doing this well, you get to say, that right there, that's shame, baby. Yeah. And and I can't chase that away. Like that's the other thing that we've really talked about is that yeah. I can't do this for you. I can help you identify it because yeah. I've got more experience at identifying it, but I can't chase it away. So what are you going to do with that? Yeah. Which is another really powerful question. Yeah. Is what are you going to do with that? I had that exact thing with August last week, maybe two weeks, a week and a half ago, where I was like, yeah, we pointed out fear. And I'm like, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. You know what to do, but yeah. it's up to you. I can't do this for you. What are you going to do with this fear? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Which, which feels like so much of parenting is helping them learn how to confront fear so you can remain who you're called to be. Yeah. So I love it. So if this, the question that we have yep. is, you know, I'm going to reroute us because you landed on fear and shame. We're all in there. But we get the question all the time. How do I help my kids not be afraid of the dark or not be afraid? Some kids deal with fear is a big thing. If fear and shame is, you know, kind of we just landed on that. Um, you know, I, I don't know how many times I get this question. What do I do with my kid that feels afraid of at bedtime because mm-hmm. of the dark or yeah. a scary movie or has nightmares and doesn't want to go back to sleep? How do you encourage parents to just encourage them to be powerful kids in yeah. those moments of feeling scared? I mean, I think, first of all, be really patient. Because if you get in a rush, if you get in a hurry, it's not going to help. Um, one thing I like to say is there's a lot of parents that will just go in and start rattling off scripture and speaking the truth and declaring stuff and casting doing out. Doing it for them? And, yeah, doing it for them. I I think sometimes that can become religious because we just do whatever worked last time or we just mm-hmm. do what we think is supposed mm-hmm. to work. And we just do – we're not doing what we see God doing. We're doing what we did or we're doing what we were told once. And or it worked before, so we're just going to keep doing that forever. I like to take the approach of going, 
all right, let's ask Jesus where he's at. Mm -hmm. Now let's go into a conversation with Jesus. Let's go into relationship, not religion. Let's go, all right, let's look around. Let's ask Jesus, where are you? Okay, he's over there. And I ask a lot of questions like, can you tell what he's wearing? Hmm. Yeah, he's wearing... I love children's imagination. Yeah, totally. And he'll show up all different ways to them based on what they need and where they're at. And like, oh, yeah, they're wearing a... Hockey uniform. Hockey? Yeah. Like, does he have anything in his hand? Yeah, he's got a hockey stick. Has he got pads? Yeah, he's got pads. Um, well, what what is he doing? Like, why? Ask him why he's bring why he brought a hockey stick. And like, oh, because he's gonna he's gonna win this game for me. Hmm. Oh, he is. Okay. Well, how's he gonna do it? Like, well, he's gonna hit the fear into the goal and get it. Mm-hmm. And and I'm gonna get a point. He's knocking the fear. I'm like, oh, and they're just like talking through this stuff. But I'm I'm asking questions to help them lean into Jesus. What are you doing? What are you saying? Mm-hmm. Rather than when there's fear of bedtime, we just pray. We plead the blood of Jesus over our room, and we release every spirit that is not from God out of the room. Like, yeah, okay, that's good. But if you just go, hey, what are you doing? What are you wearing? What'd you bring here? Why'd you bring that? What what do you want to do about this? Mm-hmm. Oh, he just knocked that puck clean out, and it is gone, and I just got a point. Whoa, so he's going to – you're getting points for this. When fear comes and he gets rid of it, you're getting points, and you're winning the game. And, mm-hmm. Oh, he wants you to That's see this great. like a game? Yeah, I guess so, right? So it's like, oh, now I've taught you when fear comes to go to Jesus, ask him questions, and do what you see him doing, not just what you did before that works. So that's one of the things at bedtime, at nighttime, Mm -hmm. scary monsters in the closet, bad dreams, things like that. I take that approach. I've had a lot of parents have breakthrough with that, and I've had tons of breakthrough with my kids in that as well. I'm like, this is, I want to teach you how to go to him and talk to him and pray into it. Yeah, absolutely. And similar approach we've had with our kids. I think um, we often encourage them with the worship music to just set that atmosphere if they Mm -hmm. don't know that they can find Jesus Mm -hmm. is inviting his presence. I think that's one thing that we um, kind of lean to first before the next questions because I I feel like sometimes they're so wound up, they don't even know how to find him sometimes. And so that... um, we just totally yeah. We just bring in the presence and and lead in that. And I I love your take on being patient. Yeah, I think that's the thing that, to be patient. Yeah. So that's that's beautiful. Awesome, love yeah. it. All right. Well, we asked communication. We talked about a mm-hmm. lot of questions. Yeah. So that's good. Go practice. Yeah. Go practice. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us See on imperfect parenting. Soon. Boom. Mm-hmm.